This is the Glenn Beck Program. What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Comrades, welcome to the program. It's Friday. And we're going to start where all good socialists and Marxists start. We're going to praise the losers. Yes, we're going to look into our big bag of losers today and find the biggest loser we can find. Find the biggest loser out there. I mean, the one who is just so clearly a loser and praise him. Or mock him. I'm not sure which it is. Well, it's Governor Cuomo, so I think it might be mocking. We do that in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Ah, yes. Many, many years ago, in the time before the COVID, mankind used to visit doctors and complain about having to wait an hour to get in the office. Uh, Then came the dark times. And now people have to wait, you know, a month or more. Who knows? You want to go into a doctor's office where there might be somebody sick? Uh, You want to avoid it at all, if it's at all possible. However, if you have uh, men's issues, whether it's uh, hair loss, ED, cold sores, you want to get that stuff taken care of. Don't let it sit there. Get it taken care of. And you can get it taken care of with Roman without having to leave your home. Roman has spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state all from the comfort of your home. Just grab your phone or computer and complete a free online visit and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides the treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication with free two-day shipping. No commitments and you can cancel anytime. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Diggity dog. (laughs) So if you're struggling with ED, hair loss, cold sores, or other issues, go to GetRoman.com slash Beck to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping it's really easy. It's really oh, fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's their slogan. GetRoman.com <laughs> slash Beck for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash Beck. Oh, yeah. And get jiggy with it. <laughs> wit, wit, wit it. Wit it. Wit it. Mm-hmm. Wit it. There you go. J- get jiggy. <laughs> Is making anybody uncomfortable today. Well, that's what Jesus does. When you talk about Jesus, he makes everybody uncomfortable. And we can't have any uncomfortability, can we? Can I get an amen or an anti-amen? I'm not sure what this religion is supposed to. You're supposed to. It's a new religion for all of us. Just get down on your knees. Beg for forgiveness, which will never come. It's Billy Sol Hargis. Uh, I miss yes. the I-Man. And, uh, <laughs> I do <laughs> so miss the like I-Man. I think about him all the time. Yeah. Can you imagine what a tear he would be on uh, today? Holy cow. Well, welcome to the uh, welcome to the program, and I want to do what all good Marxists do. Uh, I want to praise the losers. I mean, let's look about among the great fruited plain and find those people who just can't do those people, those people who just cannot get out of their own way. And yet, somehow or another, they are always receiving the limelight and the awards and the praise. Well, let's praise Cuomo now. Here's here's Chris Cuomo talking about his brother, who's the governor of New York, 
Uh, warning, the following clip may induce vomiting. Here it is. I hope you are able to appreciate what you did in your state and what it means for the rest of the country now and what it will always mean to those who love and care about you the most. Uh-huh. I'm wowed Wait, by stop. what you did. And more stop, stop, stop. Sarah, do you have the uh, the national anthem of Russia handy? Because <laughs> this just seems like I'm watching Pravda. This is the biggest propaganda piece I have ever seen. And I'll explain why for you. Yes, comrades, Chris Cuomo, CNN, and propaganda. I hope you are able to appreciate what you did in your state and what it means for the rest of the country now and what it will always mean to those who love and care about you the most. I'm wowed by what you did, and more importantly, I'm wowed by how you did it. This was very hard. I know it's not over. But obviously, I love you as a brother. Obviously, I'll never be objective. Obviously, I think you're the best politician in the country. Um, But I hope you feel good about what you did for your people, because I know they appreciate it. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Propaganda at its best. And I think that is, I think it was beautiful. I, I almost had a tear come to my socialist, Marxist, Leninist eye. Yes, I keep that eye. In my top drawer next to my socks. But there was a tear on that eye this morning. Uh, let me let me just tell you, I hope he does know what he what he did for the great state of New York and for all America, quite frankly, because when we look at this and we see covid, which isn't over yet, as Chris pointed out, but we just have to let's let's take a break here from this lap. Can we? I mean, <laughs> It's only been one lap, uh, and we've got more laps to run. But I just want to stop, let you catch your breath, and say, job well done. Okay. Um, and let's just look at the, let's just look at the, uh, the reader board and, uh, and where New York falls. Uh, here we have USA coming in with 376 deaths per million. Uh, France, 455 deaths per million. Sweden, 516 deaths per million. Italy, well, you knew Italy was bad, right? Italy, 573 deaths per million. These are countries, by the way. Spain, for those of you who have gone to school in the United States in the last few years, these are called countries. Spain, 606 deaths per million. United Kingdom, 637 deaths per million. Belgium, 839. Well, let's, I mean, where's New York, you say? Well, New York is number one. Leading the entire world in deaths per million. Coming in at number two is Belgium at 839. And we're going to skip the long distance dedication (laughs) from one brother to another. And go right to the rocket number one. At number one is New York State with 1,611 Deaths per million. Now, I want to remind you, that's the whole state, 
not just the city of New York. Again, so that number is twice the number of record sales or deaths per million, twice the number of number two. You want to talk about number one with a bullet? You might even want to put a bullet in your head. It would be slower than if you just went walking down the streets of Governor Cuomo's streets. <laughs> Isn't that great? Oh, it's so good. And, and we should point out, Glenn, for people who are just hearing that clip, we didn't like hack in and take out a moment of a Zoom family call uh, in the Cuomo family. That actually occurred on a news network in the United States called yeah. CNN. This yeah. was not a hack yeah. of a FaceTime between brothers. This is actually yeah. what the CNN is putting on. And we should point out that CNN itself banned Chris Cuomo from interviewing Andrew Cuomo for six years. And they lifted the because they knew it was ridiculous for a brother to uh, to interview another brother and instead they lifted the ban for the most critical time he's ever been on the air <laughs> through a pandemic <laughs> and they've allowed them to just joke around and just you know basically run political commercials for him for months and months uh, job, if that's guys. not a political commercial i don't know what is i mean despicable if he had 376 which is what the country has and that includes New York's numbers. If they had 376 deaths per million and they were equal with the United States, that'd be something. They lead, the, as a state, they lead the world. Hello? 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 Well, that's Trump's fault. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, you know, don't even get me started. Also, this reminds me of the... It's not the log cabin Republicans. What is it? The uh, it's the the Lincoln project or something. What is wrong with you people? What is wrong with you? You, just, you really think Biden it would be better? Really, really, Biden doesn't know how to tie his own shoes anymore. What are you in? I mean. Oh, my gosh, the idiot. Well, I forgot. We're living in Marxist times again. The idiots all rise to the top. The idiots will rule the world. Why have a meritocracy? Let's go to the biggest losers. And today, that biggest Marxist loser has got to be. Well, is it Chris or is it Mario? Which is the biggest loser? Uh, well, Mario, really, it's unfair to judge him. Well, he's Mario's been deceased for many years. He's dead. Uh, <laughs> What's the governor's name? Again? Andrew. Chris and uh, Andrew. Andrew, yeah. Well, we know that Andrew oh, Cuomo he's... is awful.com, and we also know that Chris Cuomo is worse. So it's very difficult to understand because you don't know, is Chris Cuomo yeah. worse than everything, or is he just worse than Andrew? I don't know. I feel like Andrew Cuomo is the one actually affecting people's lives. And when I mean when I say affecting, I mean killing, ending them. Uh, that's what he's been doing for the past few months. So I would say Andrew <laughs> Cuomo incredible. at this point worse. It's absolutely incredible. Double the number of number two. And that's a country. That's a country. Double the numbers in New York State, but uh, there's good some good some good propaganda there. Uh, by the way, uh, as we're here speaking of idiots, how drunk would you have to be to write the apology written by uh, Kristen Bell? <laughs> 
Yes. So there's bizarre. not enough Jack Daniels in the world for me to, to write this. There's not. Um, she is now. Do you know the name of the cartoon she's on? She is on a, a cartoon called Central Park. She plays a, uh, a character named Molly, apparently. OK, so Molly is mixed race. <gasps> All right. I know. I know. <sighs> what will we represent next? So she's mixed race. And uh, but but Kristen Bell is not mixed race. <coughs> Did you know that? Oh, Stu? my gosh, that is terrible. Glenn, what a misrepresentation <clears throat> of uh, of our culture, our diversity. Um, you have underrepresented black characters in this freaking cartoon. And that must that wrong Next. must be righted. Please tell me. They didn't dupe us all with uh, Scooby. Scooby was played by a dog, right? <laughs> yeah, of that course. Wasn't, right. It wasn't some guy going. <laughs> that was an actual dog, right? First of all, it's a pretty solid scoop. So, uh, but yes, no, it was. Uh, it was actually, I'm sure, it had to be a dog. Uh, right. Because okay. they wouldn't, wouldn't want to get that wrong. Right. Okay. Because so, I I need my I need integrity mm -hmm. when I'm watching my cartoons. So uh, she can't play a mixed race character because she's not mixed race, and so she can't as a cartoon. She can't relate to the oppression that a mixed race person can uh, relate to. So she says, "This is a time to acknowledge our acts of complicity." Here's one of mine playing the character of Molly on Central Park shows a lack of awareness of my pervasive privilege. <laughs> oh, man, she's great, isn't she? Casting a mixed race character with a white actress undermines the specificity of the mixed race and black American experience. Mm. Ah. Can you get mm. over yourself a little bit here? She sat, her acts of complicity. It sounds like she's an accountant in the slave trade. You you voiced a cartoon <laughs> character. Relax. <laughs> Are you saying she's not? No. She's not an accountant in the slave trade? No. Are you sure of that? I am very sure of it. Right. Uh, it's really right. embarrassing. Well, she also has mm -hmm. she also has pervasive privilege, Stu. Yes. So, yeah. And, you know, you know. I, it, it really does. She because look, her employer saw a, a little bit of talent in her. Right. She's she's attractive. She's a good face to do the promotion. She's got some talent. Uh, she's a relatively known commodity. And her husband, you know, has one of the largest podcasts in America. So there's a nice little way of going for promotion. There's plenty of white people that are more mm. talented than Kristen Bell, though. Like if you if that's what you really were judging this. There's plenty of white people who got screwed over here, too. It has nothing to do with that. It's not about your white privilege. You got chose for several reasons that have nothing to do with your ability. And that's not to say your ability is bad. She's fine, I'm sure, at doing this role. But there's this, like, self-flagellation going on that they can't get, get out of the way of. Christian, along with the entire creative team, okay. recognizes that the casting of a character of Molly is an opportunity to get representation right to cast a black or wait to cast a black or a mixed race actress. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Molly is a mixed race character. 
So white is half of that character. Mm -hmm. Black is the other half. If white can't play the character, how can black play the character? I want authenticity. I want a 50-50 split. I also don't understand why they can't. They're not forced to cast a child in this role. This is a children. This is a child character. Why can't it be a child? And you're right. It can't be a black actress. Uh, You know, as she said, I mean, to paraphrase Kristen Bell's statement, casting a mixed race character with a black actress undermines the specificity of the mixed race and the white American experience. You could just say the exact same thing, except that one, of course, doesn't fit. So they don't they don't bother with that one. She's I mean, we should get into uh, Jenny Slate in a minute as well, because she was was on a big mouth. May I I just. Mm hmm. Yeah, may I just yeah. may I just read? Uh, by the way, if she plays Big Mouth, Julia Roberts should have that role. <laughs> At the start of the show, I reasoned with myself that it was permissible for me to play Missy because her mom is Jewish and white, as am I. <sighs> but Missy is also black, and black characters on animated cartoons should be played by black people. Oh man. Hmm. Really? Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that Hollywood is taking on the big issues of our day? Mm, you know, crucial, uh, crucial. Yeah. You, do you know that Foghorn Leghorn was not played by a big chicken? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. you, say, you say that now? I've after never all seen this time? the chicken say, "I'm telling you, son. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, son." <laughs> never has have I seen a chicken say that. It's not. And uh, it's not authentic to I the grew experience. Up my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How can he relate to his young, his eggs of his 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 lovely wife being stolen every day? That's why he was walking around. I'm telling you, son, he was saying those things because he couldn't relate to the real chickens. And that's the biggest tragedy of them all. Oh, ye diggity dog. Uh, Welcome. Um, Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Relief Factor. Now, it's a good thing in today's world that I actually had pain in my life. Otherwise, I couldn't tell you about Relief Factor. For instance, Stu, try to even pronounce Relief Factor. You can't do it because you don't have pain in your life. Right. Go ahead. I I could not play the the person. No. Relaf. Relafactor. Relaf. What is it? Fakto. Yeah, he can't even do it because he hasn't lived it. He hasn't walked the walk. He's worthless when it comes to talking to anyone at any time about pain. Me? I can do it. Diane, let me tell you. She she wasn't living like the life that she likes. to. She used to walk four or five miles a day. Well, that's a problem. What's wrong with you? Anyway, she would walk four or five miles a day until the pain got a hold of her. I can't talk about her choice of walking four or five miles when cars have been invented, but I can empathize with her pain. Stu can't, but here's what happened. She did what I did. Diane is taking relief factor now, and her pain, she said, within four days began to melt away. Guess who's walking out in the California sun again? Yeah, Diane. I hope they arrest her. 
She shouldn't be outside. Anyway, Relief Factor, not a drug developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more. Try three-week quick start trial pack for $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. What are you talking about? Serious talking to me like, sorry for the delay. I'm on it. I'm not talking to you, Siri. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Glenn, did you I should not? The- I apologize, Siri, because I know you're going to actually control my life and you'll be the only one that stands between me and prison someday. So I apologize, Siri. Mm. Uh, did you catch the part I'm of the Jenny Slate statement where she says engaging in, a, in an act of erasure? Of black people is what she was doing when she when she voiced. And again, remember, she's actually mixed race. She's white and Jewish, she says. So she's mm-hmm. voicing the character of a mixed race character. She says she's engaging in, a, in an act of erasure of black people. In this instance, literally, they are not erasing black people. They are drawing black people. It's the exact opposite of erasure of black people. <laughs> they are currently drawing them. And it's, and it's done in ink. <laughs> you don't erase ink. It's done in ink and paint. What are you talking about? It's amazing. Oh, well, welcome to our Marxist world, which always makes more sense tomorrow. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. I have a lot of experience, so I can talk about it. Hating earbuds. You know what I don't like? I don't like Apple iPods. And the reason why I don't like them is they hurt. They're really expensive. Uh, And uh, yeah, dare I say it? They're white. Yeah. They're white. So I have a pair of black Raycons that I like to wear. Yeah, that's right. Um, buy Raycon.com right now. Raycon. They, you know, the golf club shaped, you know, AirPods, they hurt uh, until they feel like my ears feel like they're going to bleed. And then they usually fall out. I love that. I've discovered Raycon, Raycon, their newest model, the everyday E25 earbuds, best earbuds Raycon has put out yet. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, a lot more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. They don't hurt. They're really great. And half the price of AirPods. BuyRaycon.com slash Beck. BuyRaycon.com slash Beck. And go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the code FightTheMob. It'll save you 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. And uh, we have the... The one and only Pat Gray, who I just want America to know, I am going to chop his head off. Uh, but but as if I may quote the uh, BLM leader, uh, I could mean that literally. I could make, mean that figuratively. I mean, it's a well, which way do a, you mean it? Because you're the one saying it. So you must know how. I don't, you know, mean that. don't know. You don't know. Don't know. No, I don't. It's know. up to a, your know, interpretation and ours. It's I up guess. to you. Yeah, it's up okay. to your interpretation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I think that's uh, that's great. But I am going to cut your head off. 
Anyway, uh, Pat, welcome to the uh, program. Great to be here. Thank you, Glenn. I'm quite concerned. Yeah, yeah, I almost sure. didn't come out of the house today because of the uh, rampant COVID infection. The record record infections that are going on right now. R- wear a mask. Really? Stay indoors. Don't go anywhere. Right. People are dying right. everywhere right. right now, and it's it's frightening to me. But and younger people well, are getting it right now. They're they're young. I don't know where because you know they didn't get it from the protests they were attending, jammed together with thousands. No, of those other were people. those were good. No, because no, they those were fighting were a bigger disease there. So you can't get another disease when you're fighting a bigger one. But but the bigger the yeah. bigger disease is the one that killed nine people last year, and the the smaller right. disease is the one that killed one hundred and twenty five thousand. Right. Well, okay. one hundred and twenty five. That's cute, Stu. That you're oh. using that number. What? <laughs> that's adorable. You would say one hundred twenty five thousand people. The official number. What do you mean? Well, just listen to Joe Biden, and uh, you tell me. Uh-huh. What people drastically underestimate is the impact on the mental health of people who now everything is complicated. Not only is the health care piece, but people don't have a job. People don't have anywhere to go. They don't know what they're going to do. And a lot of people you have unnecessarily. Now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. That's Holy a, that's, crap. Can I tell you something? Can I tell <laughs> wow, you? Wow. That's I too many. They that's are covering many. way too many. Yeah. That is. Yeah. I'm going to wear a mask. Yes. Now, may I say a couple of things? <laughs> may I say a couple of things? Holy. And the first one is if you happen to be watching uh, GBTV or, or Blaze TV right now, could you please put him back up mm-hmm. on the screen? I think this is this is very risky of him. Uh, he is obviously trying to reach out to the yeah. Republicans by wearing a fake Abraham Lincoln beard. Or is that an uh, Amish beard? I, I thought it was I thought he was going to churn butter after this. Uh, little speech. I don't know. I think he's trying to make everyone believe he's Abraham Lincoln at this point. Uh, and uh yeah, <laughs> I it's think great. it's I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. Although the so message, I like these people, you, too, where yeah, when, I, when, I love these people who wear masks and then just take them off, you know, yeah. they just start talking. Yeah. You know, so I'll walk around you and I'll wear the mask. But the minute I have to talk to you, I got to take it down because <laughs> yeah. it's just too damn hot. And of course, the, it's and the, it makes me look like Abraham the Lincoln. talking thing that's spreading the droplets, right? Like it's <laughs> right. that's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. That's, that's where you really wear exactly it. right. Yeah, you don't need to necessarily yeah, wear it when your exactly mouth is right. closed and you're slow, you know, breathing slowly through well, your nose. If well, I may, that's why in, 120 in, million people have died. That's true. Yeah, that's a great point. That's why. That's a great point. <laughs> can I tell you where? Can I? You know, you're mocking this, mm-hmm. but. Uh, 120 million people have died, and you're right. Uh, they didn't get it at the protests. Um, do you know how many hair salons have been opened in just the last few weeks? Oh, wow. We, we should have arrested these people. We should have thrown them in jail. We should have burned their hairdressing, uh, well, the entire hairdressing community down to the ground because that's clearly where these kids Kids like to get their hair cut. <laughs> yes, they do. You know, they really do. And, uh, you know, and they get their hair cut at where? The salons. Stu, Pat, mm-hmm. salons. salons. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Why we haven't uh, arrested every barber and salon uh, owner mm-hmm. in this country and put them into some sort of re-education mm-hmm. camp is beyond me. It well, really we, is. We have arrested some of them. and We did put some of them in jail, but I guess it wasn't enough. I, I, of course it wasn't enough. Yeah, it's, it's never, never enough. enough. It's never enough. I mean, why we I, I'm sorry. You know, I, I go for the it's just the soft heart 
of mine that I that I say we should put them in re-education camps. We should just <laughs> shoot them. I mean, if we're if we're being honest, they're bad people right. that will never get it. Yeah. Uh, and they were out protesting and their protesting was directly causing lives. Uh, to be lost. That's a good point. 120 million. Yeah. That comes from all of those, all of those gun toting maniacs that just wanted to kill your grandmother mm-hmm. that were protesting in front of state capitol saying, Hey, we want to, we want to open our business again. So we have to feed our children. Those people were mm-hmm. so irresponsible. I hope they're in a gulag or a work camp right now. Uh, and then on top of it, the, extraordinary danger that hairstylists present in our in our culture Mm -hmm. it's bad Mm -hmm. it's bad may i tell you i i had to drive around piles of dead grandmothers on the way into work this morning that's how many people are (laughs) dead yeah yeah just from the just from just from the hair salon usage yeah hair salon yeah most of them had blue hair which they had done at the salon and uh (laughs) there they were piled up dead uh, I can't tell you. So you have to ask, you have to ask, Pat, um, you know, you, you feel pretty good about yourself right now, mm. um, but aren't you complicit? Have you ever had a haircut? I have. Oh, my gosh. I, I have. You're right. I need to be introspective So your complicity on this. in this is really, mm-hmm. is really grotesque and sickening. Really, it you, is. You haven't had one since March, have you? Yes. Oh yes, I have. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How many millions are you responsible if, for? If I'm to be honest, probably four to Five million of those people were uh, at wow. my hand. Wow. At my just hand. Just so you could just look a little bit better on yes. television. Is that what this is about for <laughs> yes. you? Yeah. Can and I, not that can much I tell better, you, frankly? <laughs> not that much. Right. Really? Yeah. No, not not really any better. <laughs> not really any better. Um, so, yeah. Stu, <laughs> um, could you please get me some sort of a garage door opener with a little loop on the end? <laughs> no, no. So I can... Well, I'll have you know, that's a real noose. Okay. Now it may not have been directed at anybody or anything, but it was a real noose. And it's, it's a, well, it's a, it, it's a real it wasn't, hazard. It wasn't a, no, it wasn't like the hmm. stereotypical cowboy noose, you know, with the, it wasn't, I think it was just a loop, wasn't it? It was just like, you know, so you could, you could grab that and pull the garage door down. Yes, it was, but that doesn't make it right. any less of a noose, Glenn. It doesn't. Well, no, it it, it really does. Uh, <laughs> How would you define noose? I would define it as thing that kills black people. That's the only yeah. thing. Not a not a knot with a loop on it that's that tightens as you pull it. I would define it as a thing that kills black people. It's the only use for a noose in in modern history. Um, right. Well, I would describe and I, and I think you could look up the dictionary, look it up in the dictionary and you could see I would describe a noose as something other than what was hanging from that garage door. <laughs> NASCAR. That's how I would. I mean, that wasn't. I love how. Like, I, but that's like. I not, love it's how they're saying. It's like the nooses are used for other things. Like they act as if the only use mm-hmm. has ever been lynching. Yes. It's like saying rope. It's like, oh, I found a rope, and ropes are used in lynchings. Well, you, ropes are also used for other things. Like, it's it's the intent and the act that you use it for that matters. If it's used to pull down a garage door, which it had been there for at, le- at least till since 2016. We know that. It was at least since 2016 there. 
uh, you know, that's Listen not really a big this deal. Guy. This, this guy, he's, you're mm-hmm. now excusing everyone mm-hmm. in the tugboat industry <laughs> and, and you're saying that they're, they're, they're not <laughs> racist for all of the rope right. that they use every day just as an intimidation? That is a good summary of my position, yes. <laughs> wow. And yeah. you freely wow. and openly admit it. Yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm right wow. on that. Wow. Uh-huh. No re-education <laughs> camp. As the gay character on the show, I can get away with things like that. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. right. You're right. About that. Yeah. yeah. And yet Pat was laughing at it. That no, bastard. I wasn't. Oh I was, that was a uh, oh gosh. Yeah, right those were tears. Those were. Yeah, I was crying. I was. I was. Crying. I, I am absolutely right on that. Well, thank you. And let's just take a let's just take a let's take eight hours and 45 minutes to pause for all of the deaths of the grandmothers uh, okay. that have, yeah. have passed away. And I'm only setting that time because. That gives me time to not have to finish the show or do any actual work for the rest of the day. So, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Enough. About it. Uh, enough. All right. Thank you very much, Pat. Appreciate it. No, no. God bless. Thank you. No, no. No, I'm serious. I, I must have more this. than I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I must insist. No, no. Please let me get I must, it. I, I must thank insist. you. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> no, well, you. Yeah, I mean, if you want to pick it up and and take the thank you, you no, can. you go. You go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's all yours. No, 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 no. no. I don't want to take that a very important. <laughs> all thing right, from you. okay. I must have it then. All right. Okay. No, you know what? <laughs> no. I feel bad now. All right, Zip Recruiter. Zip Recruiter. Uh, <laughs> Zip Recruiter's been a sponsor of this program for a long time. Uh, and we've been talking about their powerful matching technology that brings together the people with the right set of skills and the companies that need them. You probably also know that out of four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So let me tell you a little bit about ZipRecruiter's success story. Peter was laid off during COVID-19 from his IT job, and the bills began to mount really quickly. He desperately needed to find another job soon, or his mortgage and his bills would go unpaid. I mean, you know the story. God forbid you're living this story. Well, he posted his resume on ZipRecruiter and was paired with a company called Matson Resources. Within three weeks, he was he was employed again. In fact, he was hired as a senior administrator in IT. ZipRecruiter helped Peter find the right job. They helped Matson Resources find the right person they needed for the job. This is working together. If you are looking to hire, if you're looking to be hired, you cannot do better than ZipRecruiter right now. How how can ZipRecruiter.com help you hire or find a job? Find out and try it for free right now. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Well, the Star Spangled Banner, um, based on the uh, poem called The Defense of Fort McHenry, <laughs> written by Francis Scott Key, uh, apparently is not good anymore. And uh, Lindsay Parker of Yahoo Music. Wow. Uh, published an article why it might be time to finally replace the star-spangled banner with a new national anthem and um you know maybe lindsay is right maybe with maybe it is time 
Maybe it is time. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of them up for grabs. There's uh, this one uh, the Soviets aren't using anymore. Uh, so we could use. <clears throat> and I like that. I mean, I think it's. I don't know what it says because uh, it's all in Russian. But and Marx was really great. I've got a zone of six blocks of Seattle. I mean, we could come up with something really nice. It's a great tune. Great tune. Also, another Marxist national anthem that is not being used. Go ahead. This one from Germany. Another catchy tune. Also a catchy number. Uh, not as good as the Soviets, but the Soviets killed more people than uh, Hitler. So they had to have a better national anthem. Uh, of course, this one's still in use, but they don't care about copyrights. So why don't we just go for the... Listen to this. This is soaring. The Chinese national anthem. Um, It just says, our children are smarter than yours, doesn't it? Uh, and I, and they're very good at killing people. I mean, they killed more people, uh, their own people, than the Soviets killed of their people and the, the Germans killed of theirs. So they are really number one uh, when it comes to uh, a system of oppression. Uh, and, no, no, I'm sorry. Of house cleaning, a system of house cleaning and getting rid of all those people who disagree. Um, but I, you know, we don't like to be so warmongering, you know, uh, and and we really are a summer of love. And I was thinking about it last night. I thought if we're going to have a new national anthem, I think we bring something back that everybody and I mean, everybody loves. Uh, and here it is. song, doesn't it? I mean, I'm going to tiptoe through your window. The garden. They planted a garden in Seattle. And he mentioned the tree there in Seattle, too. He's, I mean... Don't know what this says. Uh. And we could imagine how united we'd be all doing that. 
that is a salute to that African tribe that talks that way. You know that tribe? I think they're in Africa. I don't know where they are, but they should be in Africa because everything great happens in Africa. And uh, means I hate capitalism. Uh, and I love tipping through the windows, tiptoeing through the windows uh, and grabbing me some uh, some purses and TVs and stuff. So we got that going for us. That's just my tip. Uh, just just throwing that out there. Uh, but, you know, the Soviets and the Nazis, also socialists, they're not using those anthems. They are up for grabs. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, Lululemon, Macy's. Honey has found over $2 billion in savings. That's why they have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds. Get money for free by joining Honey. Joinhoney.com slash back. That's joinhoney.com slash back. What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. John Ziegler is one of the most hated men in America. Um, and... And it's because he just he doesn't care and he just is going to say whatever it is he truly believes. I personally really appreciate that. That is becoming less and less popular uh, in our country to actually have somebody say what they believe, um, mean what they say and say what they mean. I mean, you just don't do that anymore. Oh, my gosh. Next, he's going to be saying we shouldn't tear down the Washington Monument. Monument. John John Ziegler is with a senior columnist of Mediate, uh, host of Individual One podcast. He has a few things to say about NASCAR and nooses. We go to John Ziegler in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Yeah. Individual one podcast. Soon it'll be inmate number one. Uh, I think he he might even go to the re-education camp before me, but but we'll see. Uh, let's let me talk to you about rec tech. There is nothing better than sitting around playing Monopoly with your family. Don't you love? Don't you love it? When did anyone ever like Monopoly? Can you imagine how slow things must have been for the family to say more than once, even in 1901? You know what? Let's play that game again, Monopoly. That was, man, that was great. Who said that? Man. Oh, now grilling, on the other hand, 
is, uh, you know, just at the other end, uh, because at the end of Monopoly, you just have a civil war at the end of grilling. You have really yummy food to eat. And let me tell you, I seldom enjoy eating anything like I enjoy eating the food off my Rectech grill. We've been using it for all of my uh, all of our meals. My daughter was even uh, smoking tofu. I, I don't know if that's ever been done before. It was weird and creepy. I don't really know what tofu is, and I don't want to know what tofu is. But she made me eat a piece. She's like, it's really good, Dad. Well, it was, it was the best tofu I've ever had. And I could say that's because of the Rectech grill, which it probably was. But it's also the only tofu I've ever had. So I, I have nothing to say on that. But Rectech grills, they make it super, super easy um, because they have smart technology that allows the precision cooking that evenly heats your food to perfection every time. It is so good, better than anything you can do on propane. Uh, the flavor produced on a Rectech surpasses anything you can do on any other grill. No family, uh, no family members uh, are fighting. Nobody is cheating just to win, and nobody's walking away going, "This never ends." Rectech Grill. Follow them on social media. Sign up for their newsletter and get the best darn grill built. It's RectechGrills.com. That's Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-C, Grills with an S, dot com. Make sure you go there now. Yes, this is the city. The city that NASCAR built with nothing but... Confederate flags, nooses, and racists wherever you look. Now somebody who says, oh no, it wasn't racist, comes along. And it's my job to talk to him. John Ziegler, senior columnist, Mediate. John, <laughs> what'd you find? <laughs> That's fantastic, Glenn. That well, you know. Yeah, um, when I when I drink just a little in the morning, it's easier to do the show. <laughs> well, you know, look, um, I, I, I don't want to take uh, too much credit for debunking the uh, Bubba Wallace noose uh, controversy, because generally speaking, the only safer prediction than saying that a media news story will turn out not to be true is betting that Colin Powell is going to endorse the Democratic presidential nominee. I mean, history tells us that that this is not much of a risk. Um, Right, right. And and what I think is most interesting from a conservative liberal standpoint on this, and I think Stu will probably back me up here, is that conservatives have a huge advantage in evaluating these stories because we've already read the ending of the book. Mm -hmm. See, See, liberals don't read the end of the book on these stories. We hear about them periodically, and then they go away. But some people, almost always conservatives, decide, well, wait a minute, whatever happened with that one? And invariably, <laughs> they turn out not to be true. <laughs> Usually in, in hysterical contexts. I mean, uh, yes. I, I mean, bananas that are supposed to be racist that turn out just to be bananas. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, LeBron James. Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. I've not heard that story. <laughs> Please tell me the bananas that were racist that turned out just to be bananas. 
Oh no, that just turned out to be one bananas. Of my fa- that was one of my favorites. It, 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 for some reason, oh, this I... happens in sp- this happens in sports all the time. This the one I'm referring to was several years ago in a high school football game in New Jersey, Northern New Jersey, by the way, hotbed of racism. Uh, and um, you know, uh, there were there were two schools. One was mostly black. The other was not all white. And the uh, mostly black school found some bananas in their locker room and decided that that was because um, they were the road team. They decided that was racist. This created a massive controversy. It was turned out that the bananas were just bananas, but the home team was still admonished (laughs) because they should have not been that racially insensitive to leave bananas. In the road locker room of a team that had a lot of black players. Yeah, this, um, this is a whole genre of stories, John, which is like the 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 lesbian waitress who gets a I don't I don't believe in your lifestyle on a receipt. Uh, right. You know, the, the, the Islamophobic uh, receipt writer guy who, you know, writes some terrible message. The person who writes like, hey, uh, Heil Trump on a wall for some reason. It's supposed to be a Trump supporter. We find out later it's just some college activist. I mean, all of these stories. Stories turn out the same way over and over, and the media falls for it every time. Can I just add one more quick one? Because this is maybe my my favorite. Do you remember what happened at the University of Missouri a few years ago? There was all sorts of chaos about uh, you know, racial insensitivity, and and one of the stories was that there was a swastika, a swastika that had been uh, depicted in a bathroom uh, on the campus of the University of Missouri. And when the picture finally came out, it was very clearly poop smeared on a wall by someone who was drunk. That was all that happened. I mean, there was no swastika. I mean, this, this is, it, is a, it is an illness, and it has gotten into uh, even celebrities. I mean, how many people, I don't even know if, if you're aware of this, Glenn, this is one of the more amazing stories that have been dropped of all time. LeBron James, biggest sports star, at least in basketball, if not uh, in all of sports, a couple of years ago during the NBA championship declared that his house in Brentwood, California, you know, O.J. Simpson's former hometown, uh, that it had, been de- it had been defaced with racist graffiti. Racist graffiti in Brentwood. Mm. And, um, and bizarrely, there was no suspect, no pictures. Uh, the uh, horrendous <laughs> LAPD uh, never got to the bottom of this. And then most bizarrely, after the, this horrendous investigation by the city of Los Angeles, LeBron James decides to go play where? Los Angeles. <laughs> I mean, so, so why in the world would he decide to play in a city that just allowed his Brentwood mansion to be defaced with racist graffiti and never get to the bottom of it? How is that possible? <laughs> it's the cops. It's the cops, and they're bad everywhere. Where's he right. gonna go? Where's a man gonna go? Right. Oh, my gosh. So when I first heard about this story, I was inherently skeptical, but you guys know me well enough to know I want to find out, okay, what's the story here? Is this possible? I mean, this seems seems highly improbable that in uh, this atmosphere, incredibly racially charged, that uh, because this is what we're supposed to believe. If you you use your frickin' brain, uh, you, you have to go through, okay, what does this actually mean? If someone put a noose in a black man's garage, uh, have you heard about a pandemic? Have you heard about how restricted things are? Do you you understand how few people would have access 
to a, a NASCAR garage just before a major race at Talladega. Uh, th- this this would be an act of colossal. I mean, colossal stupidity. This would be effectively like uh, going, you know, d- deciding you're going to rob a bank where you know you're going to get caught and you only take twenty dollars. I mean, it, it, it's, it's insane off the bat. Now people do insane things all the time, so so it is possible if there's some evidence. And and so uh, like a suspect. I mean, this, this would be incredibly easy to figure out, okay, we, we think we might have known who did this because there's a very limited number of people who had the opportunity to do so. But instead, without any kind of a suspect, without a theory of how this would have happened or why this would have happened in a logical world, and at the time, without even a photograph, the news media decides, yep, this happened. This happened, and it's got to be racist because, after all, it's NASCAR, and it's Alabama, and we know about those people, right? I mean, so they, they must be racist. This is clearly very plausible in the world of the liberal media, and especially in the sports media. I mean, ESPN is just the absolute worst on this, uh, and they always fall for this stuff no matter what it is because they're, they're, they have to be woke because they're a bunch of white males who are terrified for their own jobs. That's really what's at the essence of this. White males terrified of being canceled, so they jump on whatever it is because they need to be on the right side of history and show how woke they are and uh, they're one of the good ones and please don't take my job. That's what's really motivating this. Now, NASCAR didn't help matters by throwing gasoline on the fire because they were terrified of being canceled too. Uh, and, and then what's happened since, though, I, I've got to tell you, I still have questions about because I'm more confused today than I was before we, we eventually realized this, that the FBI declared this was not a hate crime, that this was just a, a way of opening and closing a garage door. But this, this story has evolved in a way that is, is frankly bizarre since then. So I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure we're ever going to know what really happened, except this was not shockingly, like almost all these other news stories, this was not a hate crime. Okay, so um, I don't know what you're confused about, and I'd like to hear that, but I'm confused on why everyone keeps calling this loop a noose. I mean, I think you you, do we not you you put your finger on an important point. A noose means two things to two different groups of people. A noose is an actual knot. Okay, let's be clear about that. It's a it's a, it's a legitimate knot. Now it has become right. It has become seen as a symbol of racial uh, hatred because, for understandable reasons, because of hangings of black men uh, in in history. So I understand that. But when you say the word noose. That's a actual knot. If you go to the Wikipedia page for noose, it's the description of a knot. And yes, what appears to have been in Bubba Wallace's garage was a noose. It was a noose knot that was used to close the garage door. (laughs) Now, now, um, now, where where I'm a little confused is that we now apparently know why in the world NASCAR puts out this picture after... After the controversy is over, after the FBI has said, nope, this is not a hate crime, after Bubba Wallace has gone, and this is to me the part, Glenn and Stu, that really gets me suspicious. All right? I'm, not, I, I, I'm not making an allegation right now, but I need an explanation. So why does Bubba Wallace go on Don Lemon, 
who even Don Lemon was confused. <laughs> Not that mm-hmm. that's unusual. Um, but uh, Don Lemon was very <laughs> confused in the interview on Tuesday night on CNN, where Bubba Wallace is still sticking with the hate crime narrative, right? And it was, it was a bad interview, but people were rallying to his side, of course. And liberal media is always going to, they don't want to look like they were idiots and they look they were, like they were duped. So, th- so there's no negative pressure on Bubba Wallace after that CNN interview, other than maybe from conservatives going, well, what the hell was that? And then the next day, he puts out a statement, doesn't do an interview, puts out a statement totally changing his story, yeah. say, saying, um, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. Thank goodness this wasn't a hate crime. Uh, thank you so much for the love. Let's move on. What I would like to know is what happened in between? What's, what forced that statement? Because to me, there requires new information to, to, to force that statement. You see where I'm going with this? That there, that, 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 I don't know what the explanation is. I need an explanation, especially when then they put out this photo of this noose, and I still don't understand the timeline. I still don't understand uh, when we, for sure that quote-unquote noose was put there because the photos don't seem to match where this wa- was in October of, of 2019. And, uh, you know, a lot of Wallace's supporters and the race baiters have been saying, well, see, this really was a noose. There was only one noose on the entire, in all the uh, 1,600 or whatever it is, garages at Talladega. And I can Okay, that's a hell of a coincidence. That's actually too much of a coincidence, especially when you have Wallace changing his story so dramatically. And I would really like to know what piece of information made him decide, you know what? I'm what, do you, this what do you speculate? What do you speculate? <laughs> Who put the damn noose there? This shouldn't be that difficult to find out at this point. It's the most famous noose in NASCAR history. There's not that many people with access to the, these, ter- these areas. I'm, I'm, I am suggesting it is possible. I am not. I have been in the category of this is not Jesse Smollett, too. As you guys know, I was way ahead of the curve on, on that story. This mm-hmm. is not Jesse Smollett. And I'm not saying this is Jesse Smollett. I'm saying it is theoretically possible that Bubba Wallace got some information that may Maybe I want to underline maybe the the rope that was uh, sort of a news last year that appears to have been cut in photographs uh, in June of this year got replaced by somebody on his team. That's what that's what I think is theoretically possible, theoretically possible, but not meaning it as a noose. Probably not. Probably it was probably I've always been in the misunderstanding category of this, you know, the, the racist banana category of this. Uh, but, but the, <laughs> the racist but the most, banana. The most, the most important part of this whole thing is it was n- clearly not, unless the FBI and now everybody else is in cahoots, including Wallace. Uh, the, this was clearly not a hate crime, and that we need to stop overreacting to these things. And the media is exposing themselves as people who just believe all white males, especially in the South are inherently racist until proven otherwise, and that's wrong. Uh, and because that's, okay. that's an incredibly, incredibly corrosive message. All right, hang on. Uh, Stu's got a question for you, but I got to br- take a break for one minute, and then we'll come back uh, with John Ziegler uh, and uh, the racist bananas and the NASCAR news. Uh, I mean, it just doesn't get any just doesn't get any better than this, does it? Really? Uh, if you got a family at home. 
uh, there's uh, not a day that goes by that you, you don't wonder multiple times a day uh, if your family is safe. Um, and, you know, what is happening with technology available? Uh, we can keep our families safe and we can do it really, really easily and cheaply. But have we done it yet? Home security system have saved untold numbers of lives and protected homes and goods for for a long, long time. But it's no good if it's too complicated to use or too complicated to install. Simply Safe designed is designed to be easy to use, but also incredibly effective at protecting your whole home twenty four seven. You order online, you click you click the button, and it's it, it comes to your house. You open the box, you place the sensors, you plug it in, it's done. Your home is protected around the clock. No technician, no salesperson, and you don't have to pay any outrageous monthly fees or sign some two year contract or any contract it's 50 cents a day all the protection you need protection for your home and your family is more important than ever go to simplysafebeck.com simplysafebeck.com get a free hd security camera at simplysafebeck.com 10 seconds station id Talking to uh, John Ziegler of uh, Mediaite. Uh, John, another part of this that I, th- I find to be pretty interesting, because I would love to get the answer to the question you just asked as well, would be really interesting. But I think there's a chance that, you know, this thing gets cut off somehow and some uh, hypersensitive crew member sees this noose and f- thinks someone's targeting his guy. Es- this escalates and escalates. Everyone's on the same page. Oh, my gosh, racism. It blows up into what I heard one sports host say was the greatest moment in sports history when people were walking. <laughs> to, legitimately heard that quote of those are walking down the pit crew, uh, the, 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 you know, uh, before wow. the race. Um but like, well, I know I said to myself, do you believe in miracles <laughs> when go. I saw that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I mean, a lot of people are targeting saying Bubba Wallace is the issue here. And, and he, you're right. He handled the Don Lemon thing very poorly. But, you know, he's some he's in the middle of an international racial racial controversy. You can almost give him a little bit of a break, maybe. The media, though, not asking basic skeptical questions about this from the moment it happened is inexcusable. They've been burned by these stories hundreds of times and they continue to go down the same path. NASCAR. They hate NASCAR. They hate the South and they want this narrative. So why would they ask a single question? I agree with Glenn, but I, I still think it goes to the basic issue of what the motivation of especially a, a white male sportscaster is. Keep my gig at mm-hmm. all costs. Mm-hmm. So when you're deciding, okay, what position do I take on something like this? Do I take the rational one, the skeptical one that might be based in truth, which, by the way, leads to a path where there's a darn good chance I get fired, especially if I turn out to be wrong? Or do I go along with the herd? Uh, and do I, do I uh, go with the safety of the herd? And we see this all the time now. The herd... Mm-hmm provides protection for these people in the media. No one will go outside yeah. the herd because they're all terrified of getting run over. Frankly, no one wants to be John Ziegler. And I understand that. <laughs> I, trust trust me. I, I fully understand that. But, but this is not conducive to truth-telling because the herd... Yeah. 
provides a group mentality, and no one asks questions like you just did, Stu. And the herd is going over the cliff. John Ziegler, thank you so much. Zygmunt Freud, you can follow him on Twitter or freespeechbroadcasting.com. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Friends, I'll put your hands on the radio and feel the power now, because today is the day. Today is Friday, which means you're going to screw off anyway. Take 10 minutes to call American Financing and have your mortgage uh, consultant do a free mortgage review for you, because you could save money. You know, God is a God of prosperity. And all you have to do is act and you just call American financing and they will they will show you that four percent is too much. Ten percent is good for God, but four percent for the banks is too much. If you're paying more than four percent on your mortgage, stop. Call American Financing right now and consolidate your debt or refi your mortgage without resetting the years. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Today is the day to make this call. Uh, go to AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. And you can go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Or use the promo code Fight the Mob and save 20 bucks. Oh, yeah, crickety cracker. Welcome to the... I am so part of the street, and I blend in culture today, don't I? Welcome to the program. I'm so glad that you have tuned in today. If you missed uh, our show on Wednesday, I cannot recommend it highly enough to watch the funding uh, of Black Lives Matter and uh, what we exposed uh, on on Wednesday night. Um, we told you about something you probably never heard of a thousand currents it's called thousand currents it is an offshoot of the tides foundation it is not american um it is actually run in uh great britain i believe but the uh one of the founding members and um uh and now on the board is susan rosenberg if you don't know who she is Oh, she's a she's a prison activist. Uh, she was um, pardoned by Bill Clinton, who said 16 years uh, is enough time for her in uh, prison. She was in prison in New Jersey because she was caught with 740 pounds of dynamite and weapons. Uh, she was part of the May 19th communist organization, M19, uh, which is uh, May 19th is the birthday of Ho Chi Minh and Malcolm X, which is just uh, fantastic. Um, but what she was uh, part of M19 was a was the first all-female lesbian terrorist group. And, I mean, that sounds like an episode of Charlie's Angels that I want to see, quite honestly. Um, but uh, she was, um, uh, she's now, you know, been, been, been cleansed by the system and is now running uh, Thousand Currents. And, and what Thousand Currents is doing is giving them all black lives matter all of the back of house all the accounting 
all the management, everything else. And they have made Black Lives Matter into a global corporation. It's not a it's not a uh, 501c3. It's a corporation and it is a global corporation and it is receiving millions of dollars from the tides foundation from soros and others uh a lot of billionaires are involved in financing this you got to ask yourself why and you have to look at the people that are involved in this to really understand what's going on you can see that at blaze tv.com if you subscribe today You'll save $20 if you use the promo code fight the mob, fight the mob, blaze tv.com slash Glenn. Don't miss this episode. Really important. And you should watch it with your kids so they understand who's involved and what's really going on here. <sighs> you know, one of the reasons why you really need to subscribe to the blaze is because what we were just talking about uh, just a minute ago with John Ziegler, um, John is one of the guys who will actually tell the truth. Um, he will come out and say the really unpopular things, and the guy doesn't make a dime, um, and he's hated by everybody. <laughs> um, strangely, I still like him, but uh, he's hated by everybody. But the only people that are really doing these things are people generally on a conservative platform. Um, when you're on a conservative platform, uh, you know, you're attacked by by everybody, but you don't make your money saying the popular things. You're a conservative. You've never been popular. So you understand it. You're never going to be liked by the it group. And uh, and so you don't have a problem. So you don't have people. And the only people that I've seen that are willing to speak out in mainstream media, one of the bravest guys ever is uh, Will Kane at ESPN. That guy has taken on issue after issue after issue. He's a Blaze graduate. He worked and started his career, I think, kind of here at the Blaze and became very popular and, and now is at ESPN. And I haven't heard, has he? what is he doing now, Stu, on... Is he funny you mentioned what's this. he doing now on the funny you mentioned this one? Uh, it's interesting. And we love Will. He's a great guy and uh, really smart. love him um, love and him. a great Very smart uh, sports host as well. Um, so he went over to do sports after, uh, you know, I think he went from here to Fox News for a little bit. And then he went over and started doing some sports stuff. And he has a very successful show uh, at ESPN. And I did see a tweet from him uh, about this. Uh, Baba Wallace situation uh, and, and it was basically criticizing the media for not being able to I don't know competently look at these things with any level of skepticism and he had you know a great string on that or thread on that and, and he's so smart when he makes it I don't know how he keeps his job but usually it's because <laughs> well, he's so he's so he lost his job didn't he <laughs> it's funny I went to go find it and the first clip is about his uh, appearance on his last day at ESPN so apparently he is leaving ESPN and that's not because he's got oh fired my gosh. Uh, but I don't know if it, you know he's going he's now going back to Fox News so I mean my guess is considering his career arc this is a this is a promotion and he's gonna have a you know a, I'm sure he's doing very well for himself however it can't be easy to do a show where you're a moderate or a conservative at ESPN. You are required to take the line of the Chaz protesters or you're off the air. That is essentially the, those are the two options. Don't have a job or uh, you, you find a nice home in Chaz. 
Those are the two things you can do at ESPN these days. That's that's. Seems- I have to tell you, I don't, I don't trust Fox News. Do you to be to have the backbone? I mean, you know, there's. People I mean, I really I, like I, at Fox, but yeah, no, I I, that, I don't agree with everything they say. People I really either. like at Fox. I mean, I I don't know if, uh, I you know, I I I pray for Tucker Carlson because he is so successful. He is in the zeitgeist right now. He is the tip of the spear right now. Um, and you should pray for him uh, and support him uh, and anybody who is brave enough to advertise on his uh, on his show. Um, he is spot on right now saying the things that others, you know, uh, you know, in the scriptures, it says men's hearts will fail. And in those days, men's hearts will fail them. That's what this means. I'm convinced of it. That's what this means. Men's hearts are failing them. They don't have the courage to stand up. This the the other thing I've always told you is the 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 woman who was one of the righteous among the nations. And I said, how do I water that plant of that that tree of righteousness in people? How do I how do I um, prepare them to have real courage? And she said, you misunderstand. The righteous didn't suddenly become righteous. They just refused to go over the cliff with the rest of humanity. So really, our job is not noble and it's not grandiose at any stretch of the imagination. It's just to recognize I know what we have always believe, believed was eternal truth. Now, there may be some things that change in society that we have to change with the times because we do grow. We do have new experiences. We do learn and we do change those things. But I'm not going to deny the things that I know are true. And one of those is freedom of speech, that we have differing opinions. And anyone who's trying to shut somebody down because they have a differing opinion is a totalitarian, period. That's it. Anybody who says that we can't have differing opinions, that you must bow down. The other thing I know is eternally true is anytime someone teaches you there is no forgiveness and you are born in sin because something that your father or your grandfather did is an absolute lie. Another truth I know. It is important to recognize the differences in in color because God made us different colors. So there's a purpose there. I don't know what it is, but there's a purpose there and we should recognize that. But to not judge someone on their character and instead judge them on their color we have flipped this completely upside down. It's judge me by the content of my character. And that's what Martin Luther King wanted. Now, the social justice warriors say, no, judge people on their color. Black is great. White is an abomination. And there is no forgiveness. Those are eternal truths. And don't go over the cliff with everybody else. Don't. Don't do it. It is one of those Men's things. Men's hearts are failing them. Yeah. No, I, and it is. A, it's an important thing to, to look at. I, I, I think um, I, I wanted to ask you about the your event coming up here in uh, what is it? Is it two? Two weeks now? Was it? I can't even. No, it's a week from yesterday. Week from yesterday. Week from yesterday. Wow, that's coming up fast. Yeah, I know. You're doing this at in in uh, at your ranch. Um, Obviously, like you had a huge event planned for the summer in Gettysburg, and uh, there was a little there's a little issue of a global pandemic that uh, that didn't quite uh, (laughs) allow that one to occur. Right. Uh, But so this one is it a replacement for that? 
Is it on, it's on the yeah, same? Yeah, it's a replacement. Yeah, it's a replacement for that. But um, I think this is, you know, I, we weren't going to do that event after the global pandemic. We weren't going to do that event. And uh, then I got up here and I started walking the land, you know, and and it is so beautiful and majestic up here. And I realized we've lost touch with the land. We've lost touch with who we are and and the stories and the the true stories of the pioneers and the bravery and the courage that it took. And um, and I, I know that this event in Gettysburg was supposed to happen about the covenant. We are a covenant nation. And there's some really interesting things uh, about uh, the covenant. The 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 covenant is uh, I will give you a land. I will give you prosperity. Uh, I'll give you posterity children. This is the Abrahamic covenant. I'll give you children that will go forth and and be an example. Uh, I will uh, give you prosperity uh, and I will give you protection. Well, that covenant, it's spelled out in that way. Those those four things come in that order. When you start re- living an unrighteous life, those things are reversed in that order. Uh, in 2001, we lost the protection of this land. It was a warning. You guys are are not going to lose. The, you, you've lost my protection. I can't stop anything from happening to you guys anymore because you're not living a covenant life. Then we lost our prosperity. We lost our prosperity in 2008. Then the year of the Shemitah. Remember 20. What was it? 2016 or 2015? 2015 was supposed to all these horrible things were supposed to happen. Well, not according to a covenant in the reverse. We would lose our children. We would lose our children. What what happened in 2015? The Congress uh, refused to uh, stop funding uh, Planned Parenthood. In fact, we doubled down on Planned Parenthood. So now we're losing our children. The last one to lose is the land. And that's if you if you believe in this seven year cycle, that's the last thing we lose. And that's 2022, 2021 or 2022. Um, And I think if we don't turn around, we lose everything, guys. We lose everything. Um, And it's really simple. So I've been looking for things that can unite us. And I've been looking for people that can set the truth of American history back into place. So what you're going to get next Thursday night at seven, I urge you to bring your churches together, you know, bring your classmates together, watch it virtually if you have to, but bring your families together. And I need you to help me spread the word. Those with eyes and ears will hear and they will see. And it's going to take, it's going to be a, you know, a remnant of this nation that, saves it and we may only save it as a remnant but it must be preserved 
And uh, it's our children that are going to be fighting this battle. So we are going to be restoring the history of America from the pilgrims uh, to George Washington, to Abraham Lincoln. And today we are reaching out to the African-American community to be able to restore their history and show not a bunch of white guys showing you. But a bunch of black guys that can show you um, and restore that history, then give you actual action things to do and ask you to take the covenant with us. And it is um, it, I've been working on it. I've been writing every day for the last two weeks. It is the best thing that I've ever written. Um, it is inspiring. It is true. It is bold. And it is what this country needs. At least I think it's what this audience needs. Uh, and that's next Thursday night, 8 p.m., Blaze TV and all our social media platforms, as long as they let it run. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. If you're not a subscriber, subscribe now. Just hit Fight the Mob as the promo code. All right. Um, <clears throat> Our sponsor uh, this half hour is MyPillow. Millions of Americans wake up in the morning still exhausted from the night before because we're not sleeping well, but common phenomenon in our culture. We don't uh, really give it any thought anymore when people say, oh, I didn't sleep well last night. Well, if you're one of those people, if you're in desperate need of not just a good night's sleep, but you want it to be the norm, I can tell you, I, I believe I have cracked the code uh, of sleep. And part of it uh, is a MyPillow and the sheets that I've gotten from um, MyPillow.com. They are not expensive. In fact, you can get two for one on all of their all of the stuff at uh, MyPillow.com. If you if you click on the new radio listener specials. Um, but uh, you can get two for one, and that pillow makes a huge, huge difference in my sleep. It does. Duvet covers, pillows, all of it. Just check it out now, MyPillows.com. Click on the new radio listener specials and use the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com, promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. reached the Glenn Beck program and we're so glad that you've tuned us in today uh, coming up I have uh, Bob Woodson on with us uh, he is he's truly amazing he was on yesterday I, I don't think I've, I think Marcus Luttrell was the last guy I asked to come on the next day Bob Woodson from the uh, Woodson Center is on with us and an update on uh, Thousand Currents. It looks like our show had a little impact and they're a little afraid. We'll talk about that the coming Glenn up. Glenn Beck Program. So what's the number one sign of a bad home security system, a home security system that is so complicated that you never use it? That is exactly the type of security system that Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. They believe that simpler 
is safer and it's exactly why simply safe is the home security for right now when feeling safe at home has never been more important simply safe is there simply safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24 7 you can order online with a click of a button nobody's coming to your house you open a box place the sensors up plug it in and your home is protected around the clock no technician no salespeople. they don't disrupt your life and you don't need to pay any outrageous monthly fees or sign a two-year contract this is why simply safe was named best overall home security of 2020 by u.s news and world report head to simplysafebeck.com and get a free hd camera just because you listen to my show at simplysafebeck.com what you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn beck program Oh, yeah. Hello, uh, America. Welcome to the program. It's Friday. We've got a jam-packed hour for you. Uh, I, I, I have to tell you the latest with our special that happened on Wednesday. They blinked uh, an update on a thousand currents that just happened. And it's going to boggle your mind. You'll get a quick update on that. Then Bob Woodson, who was on with us yesterday, he's the founder and president of the Woodson Center and uh, of the 1776 Project. He is a uh, he's a black man that is trying to grab culture back and the African-American history back and put it into its rightful place. I've only asked one guest that I know of, uh, and that was Marcus Luttrell, uh, to come back and be on uh, the show a second day in a row. And Bob, it was just a rare interview yesterday, and you need to hear his voice and hear what he's doing. And we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, but honestly, I don't know how we can get to any of that. With the coronavirus going on, Joe Biden announced some new numbers on how many have died because of coronavirus, and it's pretty shocking. I I want you to hear this. What people drastically underestimate is the impact on the mental health of people who now everything is complicated. Not only is the healthcare piece, but people don't have a job. People don't have anywhere to go. They don't know what they're going to do. And a lot of people you have unnecessarily. Now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. Over 120 million dead. And I think he said it all when he said people underestimate the mental health. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, gosh, that had two meanings, didn't it? I didn't even realize that. Hey, if you're shopping online, if you're shopping online, you're losing money if you're not using honey. Honey is an app my wife uses. Tim, I mean, uh, Tim, uh, Stu's wife uses Lisa. Mm -hmm. Well, he is the gay character on the show. That's why I said Tim. Uh, And uh, and Stu uses. I generally don't shop online because I don't I I. It's always do you have your credit card and 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 what's the number on the back and what's your promo code and everything and I'm like I I I can't take it just send me the stuff I'll send you the money anyway um, honey is saving our family Stu's family and 
thousands of people all across the country a lot of more uh, money every time you go to Walmart or DoorDash, Home Depot, Lululemon, Macy's, all of these stores and so many more. If you're shopping online, all you do is when you get to the checkout, you you hit Honey, and it will f- apply the best promo code for you. So it might be one that you didn't even know you might have a promo code. But for instance, the Blaze, if you use the promo code Beck, you're going to save 10%. But if you if you knew that today you could use Fight the Mob, you'd save 20%. Well, Honey would take care of that for you. They would just put Fight the Mob in there so you could save more money. That's how it works, and it's really great and easy. Join Honey. Join Honey.com slash Beck. That's where you go. Join Honey.com slash Beck. And join Honey. You're going to save a lot of money. Join Honey.com slash Beck. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Jason. Do we have Jason in with us? Yep. Did he uh, come in, Stu? Yep. Jason, I want you to give an update. Jason is our head researcher uh, and uh, and has worked really hard on uh, tracking down the money that went from uh, to BLM, and it is shocking, shocking what we found first of all it's not a 501c3 it's not a charity so when they're raising money and asking for donations they can't receive it themselves because it's not a charity it's a global corporation uh it is a global network now wildly funded i mean it's 80 percent of the money that is that is uh that goes to uh, blm actually uh, is spent on salaries and airfare and consulting. Only 6% of their money actually goes to their initiatives. 6%. That's phenomenal to me. But we exposed how their money laundering system seems to work. There's no transparency here. I hope the FBI is working on this. But we told you that the Tides Foundation is involved and now a new spinoff of the Tides Foundation called Thousand Currents. Um, And we told you on the board of directors is one of the first female terrorists in the United States. She was sentenced to federal prison. She spent, I think, 16 years in prison, uh, and Bill Clinton pardoned her. She's now been cleansed, and now she's helping run Thousand Currents. And she was part of M19, a very, very dangerous group uh, that is was a lesbian group and uh, hates the patriarchy and hates men and everything else uh, and got involved in the you know black power initiative uh, and she's she's a convicted terrorist she's now uh, helping uh, steer black lives matter globally now what did we find out this morning Jason. So if you went to their website before, you could find on their board of directors page a, a glowing description of her. Uh, you know, she's a human mm-hmm. rights activist and prisoners rights. The way they did it, though, because remember, she's a convicted terrorist. It'd be like saying, yeah, Osama bin Laden works for us, but he's a great religious liberty activist out, you know, and they, they forget right. about all the other stuff. Right. They don't right. mention the actions, the right. terrorism at all. Well, if you want to go today to go read this for yourself, Thousand Currents has now removed that page from their website. It's gone. It is gone. Fortunately, we saved it. 
So you can go to our website, glennbeck.com, and uh, you'll see it. If you're watching Blaze TV, you see the page uh, that uh, that they have now removed uh, on Susan Rosenberg and everyone who is on their board of directors. They have blinked. They know we're on to them. And I've dealt with these people before, and they are slippery and they are fast. Uh, And uh, they didn't used to be. And we caught them in too many things, and they had to go burrow down even deeper. So uh, you please watch this show on Blaze TV. It's on demand right now. Uh, And what was the name of the special, Uh, Jason? Uh, It was Million Dollar Questions for Black Lives Matter. Yeah, Million Dollar Questions Yeah, for BLM. Thank you very much, Jason. I appreciate it. Keep following and keep digging. All right. Yesterday on this program, I had uh, really a a legend, uh, Bob Woodson. Uh, He is the founder and president of the Woodson Center. In 1981, he was he was one of the first guys to go into low income neighborhoods and address the problems of communities. Former civil rights activists uh, headed the National Urban League Department of Criminal Justice, been a resident at the American Enterprise Foundation for Public Policy Research. A lot of people refer to him as the godfather of neighborhood empowerment movement. And he has had a special concern uh, for the problems of the youth in uh and the problems that really affect the urban centers of of america welcome to the program bob how are you oh great to be here again great to be here well i'm i'm glad to have you um bob you wrote something this was uh in the hill a year ago You wrote, as we mark the first anniversary of the violent protest and counter protest in Charlottesville, Virginia, that resulted in the deaths of a woman and two police officers, we're in no better place with with respect to race and injustice in our country. The issue of race is being used as a political weapon on both sides and is fueling the growing divide that threatens to descend us uh, uh, into tribalism. The same forces involved in Charlottesville riots are angling for a rematch in D.C. We have fascists on the right who claim to represent disaffected white people. We have anarchists on the left who purport to speak for the marginalized minorities and the poor. They are they ready themselves to battle it out again with the only outcome of being more racial strife and calls to remove the symbols of southern resistance by taking down statues of generals and renaming schools and streets, trying to right the wrongs of the past by killing the dead. That was last year. How do you feel today, Bob? I feel that it has uh, really uh, gotten worse. Um, as I said, that the, it's, it's troubling that, uh, that, as you said, all that money is being uh, funneled into groups whose sole purpose is really to destroy civil society. Um, and I think they're, they're Marxist. But what's, what's really troubling is, again, low-income black communities are being really exploited uh, and yet the civil rights leaders, including members of the Black Caucus, are just silent. You don't hear about them. And, and, right. and so it's, it is very troubling. But again, the people who are going to suffer most are the very people that Black, Black Lives Matter said they're, they're trying to promote social justice. Uh, and, and they're also assigning the responsibility. They're using 
the failed uh, uh, policies of the last 50 years, uh, poor blacks have suffered because of the policies of the last 50 years, but now they're assigning responsibility to institutional racism, which means that we don't have to examine what were those black politicians doing for the last 50 years who have been running these programs in these cities and spending the bulk of that $22 trillion that have been spent. If you look, uh, Glenn, at the income gap, the biggest income gap in America isn't between black and whites, it's between low-income blacks and upper-income blacks. And so if racism Mm. were the single culprit, the question is, and why aren't all blacks suffering equally? And and so we have an, an unfortunate situation that Poor blacks are suffering not from institutional racism, but institutional betrayal by those that they were tr- uh, trusted uh, to put in office. I was a member of well, that. I, of that uh, you know, I, I was in the civil rights movement, and we fought. We are saying, give us a chance to run these programs in these cities, and we will do right by our own people. And and like they said, when we went in to clean up that 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 cesspool, it's as soon as they got honored, it became a hot tub. Mm. And so we have an unfortunate situation so, where we've commoditized the poor. And so they are a commodity. That's why they're stuck on the way they are. So, Bob, did this, for instance, Black Lives Matter, at the top of all of these that are really funding and doing all the legwork, it appears it's a lot of white people. Um, is is this coming? Is this coming from the uh, the African American community, or is this coming from uh, a group of white Marxists who are just seizing an opportunity and using the black community yet again in in a despicable they are, way? It's that they are really using them. In fact. The first two days in most of these cities uh, of protest against uh, Floyd, George Floyd, mm-hmm. they were peaceful. These are young people. Yes. I mean, they've been housed for months and they came out. to protest. But then what happened is that in most cases, people came in from out of town. And then as soon as it got mm-hmm. dark, they began to break windows. And in fact, they, they exploited the, the passion of these young people. And, and it was primarily white people. You have instances where a well-dressed white couple uh, drove into the community in the back of their car that had bricks. But it was a neighborhood-level black woman who cussed them out and forced them to leave and flee. And there are hundreds of these indigenous leaders who are indignant about the destruction of their own community, but they don't have a voice. And so in 1776, we're trying to give a voice to those blacks who are voices of dissent in these communities, Glenn, and they're there, but the only the only attention goes to those white uh, supposed to be supporters. If you look at so, where, what institutions are flying Black Lives Matter, they're not black churches in black communities. They're white churches flying the Black Lives. We just ride around in any city. You will see Black Lives Matter flags on white churches, not on black churches. So, Bob, let me um, let me stay on Black Lives Matter for just a second. And then, then I want to come back to 1776 and the voices that you are gathering. 
Um, Black Lives Matter, the, the founder of BET said yesterday, and this is a prediction of mine, that they are going to become a political party. Um, and yesterday, the founder of BET came out and said, we should get rid of the Democratic Party. We should get out of that. And there should be a black party. Um, and, you know, BLM is probably the, the, the best solution for that. This, to me, seems like the biggest con of all time. You're going from one party that just has abused you, used you and lied to you. Now to another one that is even worse for your community. And, and, and I don't think it's going to sell. Well, first of all, I know it won't. You see what Black Lives Matter did, it, it traded on the moral authority of the civil rights movement. And the civil rights movement in black America achieved in America against the odds because of the nuclear family, the strength of the family and its Christian virtues and values. And so uh, Black Lives Matter used that moral authority. And then but they shifted to define uh, fairness and justice to now shift it to so that it is even hostile to uh, black values. It is it is not pro-family. It, it, it defines the nuclear family as Eurocentric and therefore racist. It defines the Christian religion um, as homophobic. Uh, and so it is even hostile to the, the forces. But during the the uh, the depression, when the uh, when the communists tried to make inroads into the black community, and they were unsuccessful because they were anti God. And I think yeah. that there are strong uh, religious uh, tenets in that community, and BLM will also fail because of of their hostility to. Uh, values that are very critical to the survival of black Americans. We're not too far from understanding what really delivered us from oppression. Wow. And I think that uh, well, Lives Matter underestimates that. I think that is the best news I heard because I think the white community is a long way away from uh, understanding what got us here in a good way. Bob Woodson, we continue with you in just a second. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's Real Estate Agents I Trust. Uh, when you get a great real estate agent, uh, how do you know? How do you know if it's great? I mean, when you have a real estate agent, are they the ones that have the best record? Are they the ones that really will listen and understand you and get your home sold? Do they know how to do it? Do they have the team of experts? The best thing about real estate agents I trust are these are the real estate agents that are like when they come in and they say, hey, you got to paint or you got to do this. Or you got to you know work on the curb appeal. They've got a Rolodex of all those people that can come in and do it and do it quickly so you can get your home sold this is not somebody that works at starbucks and then moonlights as a real estate agent the agents from real estate agents i trust are full-time they know precisely what you need to do to be successful for a sale or a purchase or both they will excel for you real estate agents i trust.com the name says it all real estate agents i trust.com 10 seconds station id So Bob Woodson is with us, um, and I, I cannot urge you strongly enough 
to donate to the Woodson Center, I want you to go to 1776unites.com. 1776unites. Yes, unites.com. Uh, go there and, um, and donate. Uh, this is... These people are actually doing something in the black community that will actually matter and help heal us. You said, Bob, um, those suffering the problem must be involved in the creation and implementation of the solution. I believe that it is going to be the African uh, African American community that will save America in the end. If we learn from the first civil rights uh, uh, movement and a Martin Luther King appears, do you see those people on the horizon? Do you see people who really love the country, understand the principles, uh, understand the problems and uh, have the courage to stand in this atmosphere? You know, people who have suffered directly the consequences of, of, of their own misdeeds, and, uh, and when they recover from it, nothing is stronger than someone who's in recovery from, from uh, a self-destructive uh, condition. And, and so, but there are, the, the big sleeping giant in America are the thousands and millions of low-income blacks who know over the past 60 years that their condition has has suffered under the in, under the control of their own politicians these people are betrayers and and one and and they're going to wake up and realize that they're being exploited and used and so what we've been doing is going around and demonstrating to people that their destiny is determined by decisions that they make not by decisions that are outside and in fact there's nothing more injurious to people when you um, convey the notion that they don't have control of their own destiny that somehow white America absolutely right your future Yes. Bob Woodson uh, from 1776unites.com. More with him in a minute. All right. Um, relief factor. Well, you know, when you're 87 years old, you kind of expect you might start getting it's difficult to get around. Aileen, who lives in Kentucky, discovered exactly that. Not too long ago, she was at the point where she could barely walk anymore. She's 87. You know, you might you might just give up. I hope I don't just give up and just start watching the prices right uh, on the on the boob tube. But that's not Aileen. She heard about Relief Factor. She decided to give it a try. Aileen, I am so happy. She reports now just with, uh, within a few weeks, she said she wasn't walking. She was also dancing to the music on television. I guess the price is right. I don't know what it was. She's got better things to do, I think, than The Price is Right. Her pain in the space of a few weeks was gone completely thanks to Relief Factor and her spirit. She got her life back, and you can too. Don't slow down. Don't lose the things you love. Relief Factor. Try it now. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code FIGHTTHEMOB. You'll save 20 bucks off your Blaze TV subscription.
Bob Woodson, um, a an icon in um, black history and uh, civil rights. Um, he's joining us now. He is running the 1776 Unites dot com. That's with an S uh, in the Woodson Center. Um, and I can't recommend this highly enough. If you want to give money to help the situation and heal our country and help the black community. Um, I think Bob Woodson and the Woodson center, they are doing all of the right things. Uh, and they believe in America. They know they're fighting socialism here. Uh, and they are working hard to, um, deprogram the minds uh, that have been infected with the 1619 project with the 1776 project donate now at 1776unites.com so bob let me tell you a story i we were the blaze was down covering the dallas black lives matter um march uh, i don't even know five years ago where i think it was five or six police officers were shot and killed and that week, um, we were not talking to each other um, down in, in Dallas. And all of a sudden, our reporters found themselves cowering behind cars and helping each other, trying to escape the, the rain of bullets. Uh, and they found out they had a lot in common. And so I brought them in and uh, I sat down with three of the people that were marching with Black Lives Matter. None of them had read the website. None of them knew what these people stood for. Um, and what I found was two things. One, they were afraid to talk to me. Um, they thought I was an enemy. And uh, and two, they were really concerned about the youth of of their homes and their neighborhoods and said that something had changed in their youth. And I remember a, a matriarch of a family said, I'm beginning to be afraid of that generation. So when you say that Black Lives Matter under underestimates the power of the church and religion, et cetera, et cetera, do you include the 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 newest generation uh, and the generation of 20 somethings? Yes, I do. I mean, uh, I, I I've spent a lot of time uh, working. In fact, I just had a, a two hour live stream uh, where I brought back uh, 20 young men when I knew them, they were teenagers and gang members and fighting and killing one another. And we brought them together to the peace table and then they uh, became ambassadors of peace and they went back into the same communities where they were marauders. And as a consequence, they, they we, we didn't have a, a gang death for 12 years. And then at this webinar, we had um, other um, young people who were 10 and 12 years old at the time. And they are now carrying on the traditions uh, that were communicated with them. So we, are, we have islands of excellence around the country where grassroots leaders um, or young men who are in their early 30s and 40s who are moral mentors and character coaches, they have more sway over these kids than a Black Lives Matter uh, because they are with them every day when, when they need um, something to eat. These young men are there. That's why drug dealers are, are, are much more influential in these communities than a lot of social workers and others, because 
they are indigenous. They're there when the children have needs. And so, but I know from experience all over this country that that, that strength, that resolve to live a responsible life is there. It's just that they aren't the people showing up to these demonstrations. And, and so that's why the only people you hear from are the ones who are uh, without content and meaning in their lives. But I can tell you that I spent all of my, my life in these communities and they are an insurgent. They are insurgent groups all over this country, man. They are the silent majority in the black community. And so what they need, though, is the means for them to speak and act for themselves. Trust me, they're there. I'll send you some links to, um, to some of these individuals who are actively going out and challenging uh, Black Lives Matter and these demonstrators, uh, telling them to stay the hell out of our communities. But again, the, the, te- the, the, the press does not focus on them. And so that's why we need to invest in, in uh, making their voices uh, heard. Well, I, I will tell you, I will tell you, Bob, I, I would like to work with you on making sure that my audience hears their voices uh, because it'll give us hope uh, as an audience that somebody is speaking out against it because you don't hear it in the media. Um, but how, how can we help you get those voices heard in the communities where they need to be heard? Well, I just think that that, that, that those that we, in fact, we are trying to talk with some public relations firms. We just need we, we have the we have the content. We have the people. We just don't have the venue and the resources to 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 get that. Uh, for instance, um, there are a lot of institutions in the black community that are still uh, uh, adhere to the traditional values like the Piney Wood School. In, that was started in 1908. That's a, a black boarding school uh, that caters to the kids who are, who are deprived, and they are governed by traditional values. The kids have to work, mandatory chapel. Uh, so there are uh, groups like that all over the country, but they're struggling. So if we, and so we need to step up and make a bold statement by supporting institutions that reflect traditional American values. And then that will serve as a witness to people that these values are important. People are more, people are tired of sermons. They want to see a sermon. They're tired of being told of American exceptionalism. We need to see American exceptionalism demonstrated by supporting people who, as a consequence of their personal path towards redemption, exhibit these, these values. And so, so I really think, so we have to have the combination of, 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 of principles articulated, but we also see these principles actually uh, transforming lives, and we need to publicize those the actions of individuals uh, who have, for instance, uh, the the attack on the emancipation statue. People don't realize that that was supported a hundred percent by freed slaves, and there were great ceremonies. And there should be a film educating people about that emancipation that uh, President Grant had 
this whole cabinet, the Supreme Court, the uh, blacks uh, had bands playing. It was a tremendous celebration in 1876 of the unveiling of this statue. Uh, and for it to be uh, threatened with being torn down is just outrageous. But people don't know the sacrifices that black America made to get that statue erected. And so uh, these are the kind of positive stories when we need to publicize. I will tell you that I I read the Frederick Douglass dedicatory speech, and it it is unbelievable from start to finish. Um, The criticism is it comes from one guy. He was a professor, but he said he was there. Uh, He said I was just a few feet away. Uh, The criticism is, is that um, the um, the black is kneeling down. um, And he said that that Frederick Douglass didn't even like that. But I don't read that statue that way. I mean, when I first when I first started looking at it, I could see how you could say that. But it appears as though it's a man who has just had his chains broken and is getting up. He's only on one knee and it looks as though he's getting up and he's not cowering and he's not looking at Lincoln. He's looking up uh, to a brighter future. No, I agree. It uses some some. Uh, unpleasant symbols, but you got to look at the content of it uh, and the very fact that Howard University, uh, there was great celebration. Every fraternal organization showed up. Every member of the cabinets came. Uh, the Supreme Court came to that. It was a great uh, coming together of America to celebrate uh, Emancipation Proclamation. This We are the only nation ever to have an Emancipation Proclamation. We're the only nation in the world that ever fought a war to end slavery. And it continued after our revolution. For 50 years, it continued in this continent after the war. So there's much for us to celebrate, but we've got to, um, we've got to, we hope to develop videos. Um, there is a, um, all kinds of examples of Americans ex-slave using the American free enterprise system to elevate themselves and their communities, but we just need to to counter this uh, this this message coming from the left that a Black America is defined only by its uh, oppression as opposed to its resilience and how there were fifteen plus you know people who were born slaves who died millionaires. How do they do that? Everybody needs Bob. to know about that. Last last question. I'm I'm just running out of time again. But um, how do you how do you talk to your community, your own community, when when people say the cops are out of control and they're killers? What what is the what's the real dialogue that happens in the black community when you're there? When I'm there, I take five mothers who lost children to black-on-black violence, and they talk about how the police were helpful in not only catching their killers, but for helping to restore. In other words, I, I call upon people who are witnesses to the contrary. They talk about how police officers have saved their lives. And, and so, so that's what I did in this webinar. I had police officers in black communities who have cooperated to reduce the violence in that community of Benning Terrace. 
so what again i you you counter an argument not with another argument you counter it with an experience when jesus is when when john the baptist's disciples came to jesus and said are you the one or do we seek another jesus didn't hand out his resume he didn't say wasn't i born on christmas he healed in their presence and said go tell them what you saw glenn that's what we've got to do we've got to say to doubters about the principles of this country. Let me show you witnesses and ask them, are the police bad? Ask them, are these values of our country racist? Ask the people who, whose lives have been uplifted as a consequence of the embrace of these virtues and principles of our founders. That's what, do it through video, do it through film, do it through personal testimony. Stop Bob Woodson is- arguments. Bob Woodson is uh, a very important voice, uh, and the Woodson Center is what they're doing is extraordinarily important, and they need resources. The left gets millions and millions from their billionaire supporters. We usually have to do it five dollars at a time, um, but if it's five dollars, just vocal support or a million dollars. Please help that 1776 unites with an S 1776unites.com. Click on the donate button and do all you can. Bob, thank you very much. Uh, and uh, I'm ready to stand with you and help you in any way that we possibly can. Bob Woodson, 1776unites.com. Rectech. Oh, man, you can unplug from all the craziness in the world for a few hours. You can sit back in your chair away from uh, my microphone or your work, and you can spend your time with the family. Um, you can you can prepare the meal, put it on the grill and let it slow cook and smoke. And it is so good. Or you can just grill like a regular grill. Rectech is the best. It has smart technology that gives you perfect cooking experience every time. It's sleek. It's solid as a tank built out of stainless steel. It's, I mean, it's built like a Buick, an old Buick. Uh, and it's uh, cleaner than charcoal, gives more flavor than por- propane. It's It's the real deal. Uh, And the thing I love about it is not only the food, but the the family time that we can take um, and let it smoke all day long. If you want, it is so great. Uh, No complaints for me on Rectech. It is a place of sanity every day. Go to rectechgrills.com slash back. Rectech was uh, made. They make the grills by grillers. The grillers came up with this grill and built it. And it is fantastic. Rectech grills with an S dot com. That's R-E-C-T-E-C grills dot com slash back. Go there now. This is the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, next week is a very important week. It is the uh, birthday of our nation, 1776, not 1619. 
Um, and we're doing something very special next week, next Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on on Wednesday night. We are covering the 1619 project where the 1619 project is is something that was d- developed and written by Marxists. Uh, and the idea is to reimagine what it might be. What if we were really born in 1619? If everything that you had read was a lie? Well, it's not a lie. And I don't want to reimagine and imagine what it would mean if we thought about it that way. And it's being taught in our schools. And it is pure Marxism to destroy our nation. Uh, And so we are going to take it on next Wednesday, set the record straight for you. Uh, And then the next day we do more of the same, except it's a special that I don't think you will forget. Uh, And we're going to ask you to renew the American covenant with us and also teach you history and put you on a path that will actually change things. That's all next week on the Glenn Beck Radio Program, TV, Blaze TV. Blaze TV. Dot com.